1: Welcome to the Hallmarkies Podcast. This is Jess and today I have with me Cammie. Hello everybody! Is everybody going crazy yet? (laughs) (laughs) And we also have Casey with us. Hi everybody!
0: So I have no face tonight because literally (laughs) my face is swollen from allergies and being outside. So you get to see a black screen. Just imagine my face. It'll be great,
1: <laughs> and a beautiful face it is. Oh, that's precious. That is true. <laughs> precious. <laughs> All right. So today, I know, aren't I? So <laughs> <laughs> uh, today we're going to continue on our Deliver Me a Podcast, where we cover. And recap each of the Science Seal Delivered episodes and movies. And so, for those of you who might be a little newer to uh, Science Seal Delivered, it starts with a pilot movie and then we go into TV length episodes. There's 10 of those. And then it goes back into movie format. So, today we're going to start the first of the uh, TV episodes called Time to Start Living. Woop, woop. Um, okay, so it starts. Uh, At nighttime, and we see a young boy sneaking out of his window and hopping onto a bike. And and Jess Hardys will recognize him as Cyrus from episode four. I mean, season four. Sorry. All right. So so we got a cameo Hardys appearance as well. Well, he did this before he did One Calls the Heart because he's older, but. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You know, it's
0: actually kind of funny when he came on to When Calls the Heart and then I watched Signs Still Delivered. I know, I don't remember the timing. I was like, the kid looks so familiar. And then I realized <laughs> like time warp and time jump and it's the same kid, just yeah. older and younger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So we have this boy and his name is Owen that we learned later and he rides out on his bike and then we see the lights coming in the house and the parents come there starting to Where's Owen? They're freaking out a little bit because he's not in his bed. Uh, And then we see him drop a letter into a mailbox. And then he comes back to the house and his parents are on the phone. They were really worried. And of course they're relieved because he's obviously fine. And then it ends with with the boy saying, stop calling me Owen. So a little bit of an intriguing statement there. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... I literally thought that the people there were not his parents and that they had kidnapped him. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because like, why else would they, why else would he say, stop calling me Owen?
1: Right. He was
0: under like hostage or something.
1: Man, I don't, I, I was completely going innocent. I I thought that he, I thought that he was just tired of his name and you know how kids. Maybe I'm just you know around older kids, but you know how kids don't want to be called their name after a while and they think of this amazing new name in their heads that they love and they say, stop calling me that. My name is whatever. So, <laughs> I, I think when I had first saw it, I thought that he was maybe like, in an adoption or foster care system kind of thinking like casey you said like they weren't his real parents um and maybe they had given him a new name for whatever reason <laughs> i think that's for my brain and god but yeah <laughs> we <Okay. obviously> don't. <laughs> we yeah obviously you guys know you done. guys uh i i don't even know i don't even know what's you going see, on watching too many mysteries probably yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there we go i went completely innocent <laughs> Uh. <laughs> okay, so after the little intro there, then we're back to the DLO and um, back with our gang and uh, Shane and Oliver talking about their weekend. Well, not both of them. Shane tells oh, Oliver about her weekend and then asks him about his and he uh, does not want to tell her because it's like too personal.
0: <laughs> although can we just mention the fact that the week before he literally poured out his heart to her letting her know that his wife left him yeah he will not tell her what he did
1: yeah because she, she that literally has that was passing a personal boundary to ask about his weekend <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she she called him out on it because she was like when you told me about your wife leaving that was somehow different <laughs> she calls him out on it so it's yeah, yeah. Go, Shane. (laughs) By the way, speaking of Shane, for anybody watching the video, I just have to show you. I wore this in honor of the Deliver Me a podcast. It's a little teeny tiny replica of Shane's necklace. It's got the gold disc and the heart and the purple bead. My dear friend, Sarah, who is a hearty and a postable, she gave me this for my birthday. And that is the perfect gift for any postable in your life. So if you're listening and you know someone... You might oh, like No, jewelry. it was Christmas. Sorry. It was Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> because I asked her, is it a Christmas decoration? Because if it is, I'm going to open it early. She said, yes. Because <laughs> Oliver hung it on the tree. That is true. Yes. <laughs> <That> is true. <laughs> anyway. It can double as a Christmas ornament, although I, you'd probably want to wear it and not hang it on your tree. <laughs> that would be a correct assumption, yes. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So, um, they're all back at the DLO and they learn that they're going to have a new supervisor whose name is Teresa Capodiamonte. It's quite a mouthful. Okay. And when Oliver said her name, I was watching it with subtitles and it said in quiet awe. <laughs> 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 that just made me like Teresa Capodiamonte. You know, <laughs> when Shane can't say it at all for the life of her, and then he knows exactly what she's saying, and then it says in the sub in the in the uh, subtitles uh, in quiet awe or closed captions, whatever. You yeah, you know, <laughs> just imagine some angelic noises in the background. Oh, <laughs> oh Casey Wait, it did that at the exact same time. That's awesome. And so, yes, she has got. Despite the reputation Oliver refers to her as the goddess of the postal Acropolis, which sounds like a pretty high honor. Oliver's vocabulary needs to come back to earth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so funny to me watching these the series back again. Now it's been a while since I've seen the um this episode specifically, um, and just Oliver's transformation he's still lofty but he's still
1: Oliver but different
0: in the early (laughs) in the early season
1: that's true yes yeah so yes they they meet their new supervisor and she wants them to show the show her what you do she wants to see them in action and so she um Oliver picks up a letter and it turns out it's a letter to grandma and uh, it contains a drawing on the back and a little cryptic message talking about bringing some more spoons. Very interesting. And the, andre- and the address is lend him her manners. Yes. <laughs> 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 Which Rita quickly deduces is uh, Lindermer manor, I think. Lindermere. Lendamere Lendemere manor, yes. Which happens to be a retirement home where grandma resides. Okay. I mean, makes yeah, sense. Hey, can i say can i say right here norman in the field kit yes (laughs) and and, you know shane's kind of peeking around and well you you never know when grandma might go rogue on you (laughs) and he is totally serious with his sunglasses and he closes it no you don't i know i love that scene Norman is taking this very seriously <laughs> yeah I really love how uh, Norman's character kind of got brought out into that quirky like he really embraces like we're a secret agent and our you know male kind of missions and yeah I think it's really fun <laughs> uh, so anyway though so they start reading the letter and it talks about um, it's from written from a little young boy saying how much he misses his grandma and uh it's her birthday coming up and he doesn't want to miss her birthday so he's going to sneak out and try to come find her for her birthday which happens to be uh the next day so therefore he would be sneaking out that same day that they're reading the letter so it's pretty urgent that they figure out what's going on and find this kid pretty quickly i i think i think it's the next night i thought it said tonight but I could be wrong. I, I, I'm almost certain that it was that the from from when they're reading it, it's it's the following night. Following? Okay. I'm If sure. you're listening, figure out who's right. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Gotta be our fact checkers for us. <laughs> uh, so they go to the retirement home in search of grandma and they meet the head of the retirement home his name is Donna and she seems very very interested in this this letter and she wants to know the contents but Oliver being the you know very upstanding person he is says no no this is private can't you know share the details of the letter Um, and so they have to go in search of grandma themselves.
0: So what did you guys think of Donna
1: at first
0: you know introduction?
1: I didn't see anything particularly wrong with her other than she was just trying to, you know, she was trying to poke her nose in, yeah, but, you know, I, I figured that, I figured that she was doing her job because, you know, you never know with a retirement home, if there can be somebody unstable in there
0: mm-hmm.
1: that, is, that wouldn't understand or anything like that. Yeah. I
0: found her suspiciously nosy. I couldn't have put my finger on it.
1: She was, just... of course, you couldn't because you suspect everybody. I was gonna say the same thing, Casey. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I like something seemed a little off, but I didn't know. And again, I think it's probably we watch more mysteries than Cammy, who just accepts it. Uh, a wonderful I person. Watch <laughs> plenty of mysteries. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I, but when I'm not watching a mystery, yet I. You know, I kind of I'm able to separate the two. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I Got don't it. know if I can say the same. <laughs> 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 but one one thing I do want to say is this episode it could have been really really boring. You know, mm-hmm. it takes it mostly takes place in a retirement home for crying out loud. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> but they did such a fabulous job with making at a retirement home, intriguing. Yeah. And filling it with the suspense and the mystery and all of that. And I just went, wow, I'm, I'm totally at the edge of my seat and this could have been a snoozer and it wasn't. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I thought it was funny too, when they were trying to look for grandma and everyone's like, you know, Mimi, mama, oh, a Bubby, <laughs> and a oh, peaches. Com-y.
1: <laughs> <Peaches. laughs> Their grandma Bubby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, there some
1: interesting names for sure. <laughs> you guys have
0: interesting names for your grandmas, or were they just grandma? Grandma, They're grandma, maybe they grams.
1: Were, <laughs> yeah, they they were grandma. The the uh, the most outlandish, I guess you could say, is my children call my children call my father in law uh, Papa but that's it. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's grandma and papa. And that differentiates from their grandpa, which is my late father. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's as outlandish as we get. <laughs> <laughs> no buddies. Hmm. No so no you and you've got a bubby out there. Let us know. Cause we'd be really curious to hear about that. Yeah, I, I really, really- want to know, does anybody actually call their grandma that? <laughs>
0: Yeah, my kids call my parents Lola for grandma and Lolo for grandpa because it's it's Tagalog, Filipino. Oh,
1: okay. So we're talking a different language. Yeah, okay. different language. That, well, yeah. that makes more sense.
0: Yeah, to distinguish from their grandma and granddad. So,
1: yeah. Yes.
0: Bring a little culture to my children. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not all that cultured, so it's fine. But... <laughs> Gotta start That's somewhere. That's my one claim. That's my one
1: claim to culture.
0: <laughs> my one claim to my Filipineness.
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so we see the as we go back here. The the team kind of goes around and start meeting the grandmas and kinda like Kimmy said. That it could have been really boring, um, but that's kind of the beauty of Martha Williamson. she added all these these just little details here and there that made it more interesting? For example, there is this one uh, lady named Shirley who likes to steal things, <laughs> and she lifted Shane's laptop and her, her tablet. Two, uh, her tablet. tablet, yes, that's correct. And she said she was checking it for transmissions of prime numbers. <laughs> Oh, okay. And of course, Shane got that. I mean, I just, I mean, oh. bravo to Shane right there. Cause she totally knew what to say.
0: <laughs> and she, yeah, completely played along with it. And then I don't know if you guys noticed, cause I have never noticed this before until my last rewatch of this, like half an hour ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know procrastinator anyways. Um, so when, um, when the grandma is talking to Donna, and she's about to go out, and I know we're going to get to this later. If you look in mm-hmm. the background, yes. you'll see um, Shirley stealing the picture lifting frame off a the painting. wall. Yes. <laughs> a painting. Yes. I had never <laughs> noticed that, but I thought <laughs> yes. it was so funny.
1: I know. Yeah. To, it goes back continuity. to what Jeff was saying about those tiny little details and the continuity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I didn't notice it the first time I watched it. I did the second time, and I was just like, what there, she's stealing the painting in the background <laughs> it's just so it's so funny
0: yeah <laughs> and can we talk about the grandma with the stamp collection real quick because she's just oh, so Arlene. sweet
1: Arlene and Norman, Norman. You How know, she's- it's so it's so rare that Norman gets to connect with you and this is only the this is only the second time we've seen Norman but you know when you when you're on the first when you're on the pilot movie you totally tell that he's a pretty isolated person Mm -hmm. and that he hasn't connected with a lot of people. And so for him to have this sweet connection over stamps, okay, here's something I had missed until this last time that I watched it. I didn't realize that Norman used to sell stamps. I somehow missed that every time I watched it until this last Mm -hmm. time. And then Oliver pulled him out of that and said he had special gifts. So yeah, just the fact that he knows all the stamps in her stamp collection and she's so yeah. tickled by that. It's so sweet. So yes. sweet. Definitely great to see their, their little connection for sure. Um, and so yeah, so we see that moment with uh, what was her name? Arlene, yes, and Norman. And um, then they finally find the room with all the grandmas grandmas who are actually called grandma grandma (laughs) yes and so they're all in the piano room and um the team goes in they're asking you know is anyone here have a grandson named owen Um, they all say no and then they um they ask if anyone has a birthday recently they all say no except donna's like oh no 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 this this one does vivian Um, but vivian uh, denies knowing anything about Owen, the letter, spoons, anything like that. And so what did you guys think about Vivian? Um, did you think she was kind of acting oddly at this point? Or did you think she was a maybe confused grandma who just couldn't remember things? What were your thoughts when you first watched? Go ahead, Casey. <laughs> um,
0: so I remember thinking she was very, she seemed very lonely and very sad, and I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out, like, she was, like, I couldn't figure out her character. Like, why? You know? And I, I didn't know if maybe she had maybe dementia and it was, like, coming on. So she really wasn't really remembering all of that. But then I also found it really odd that Donna was so taken with her, which also mm-hmm. made it weird. Like, I just remember, f- like, feeling really weird about the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Kami? That's kind of, that was kind of my same feeling. So when Donna was talking to the team at first, I didn't see anything wrong with her, but when she starts being so pushy to Vivian, I was like, okay, I didn't know what, but I knew that something was up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I didn't, like I said, um, and that's, that's the same thing with Vivian. I didn't know what exactly, but I knew something was up. But she seemed, she, you know, Donna said she gets confused sometimes. But I, I did not get that vibe from her. Mm-hmm. I did not get the vibe that she was confused. And so I was like, uh, what? Okay, what? What's going on here? What, what, yeah, yeah. So she was definitely yeah, I definitely. I felt, oh, oh, I just I felt weirded out more than anything. Yeah, yeah. No, we definitely know something. Something isn't quite right. Um, and at one point. Vivian um, asks for someone to get her sweater. Donna won't get it. So Rita ends up going up to Vivian's room um, to get the sweater. Um, and she still keeps denying everything. And she kind of starts to, to get upset. Um, and eventually, the team just kind of lets it go. They're like, OK, fine. And and then they leave. Um, but as, as they, they were turn- trying to give her the letter, they were like, oh, right. this is yours. This is yours. But she wouldn't accept it. Right. She wouldn't take the possession of the letter. Um, and so they have to keep it with them as part of whatever their chain of custody or whatever the term is for postal workers (laughs) have to keep the letter protocol Um, yeah protocol (laughs) um and so then they they drive off and as they drive away we see vivian watching them out the window and it kind of pans ever so left and we see a wind chime made out of spoons that's dun, when dun, you dun. really know. That's <laughs> when you and she's crying. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, at this point of the movie, I, I remember feeling like, what, what the in the world <laughs> is going on here? We have this weird Donna lady who's oddly suspicious. We have this crying grandma who is ignoring this letter. And we have a wind chime made out of spoons of all things. <laughs> like, what is going on? I had no like. Literally, no idea where this was going, at all.
1: Yeah, definitely the intensity ramped up a little bit. We're like, something's something's going on. Here. Oh yeah, something oh, was yeah. happening, but I had no clue. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm, I'm lost. <laughs> I mean,
0: most Hallmark movie mysteries, you kind of are like, okay, someone's going, someone's about to get shot. Okay, they got shot. Someone's about yeah. to get, you know, robbed. <laughs> oh, they get robbed. This person's dead. You know, but this one, I was like. Okay, we're not at that level of mystery for this. This is more like suspensey drama, not necessarily Mm -hmm. murder mystery. So where in the world is this going? (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we have no idea at this point, uh, but we know something's going on. Um, And so the team goes back to the DLO, and they walk in on their new supervisor giving a a spirited performance, dancing. (laughs) With their head tilted. With the, the Rita and Norman, their heads yeah. tilted the exact yeah. same time, and then Shane and Oliver tilt. <laughs> 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 that was an awesome shot. Yes. Yeah, so we learned that their new supervisor Teresa has a penchant for the theatrics for sure, um, and they end up that was going. like up. me at sixty five. <laughs> We want to see that performance, Gambie. Okay, You got to record it however many years from now. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get to you in 30 years. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so uh, they end up going out to, to lunch with Teresa. And um, they're talking about the case when uh, Rita has a realization that there were spoons in the room when she went to get the sweater. That That moment, crystal low, so good. You know, because Norman's just clinking his, and, you know, they're, they're putting some things together. They're, they're Mm -hmm. able to put a couple of things together, but that's kind of the final nail in the coffin. And, uh, and Norman clinking the spoons, and, you know, all of a sudden it's just, oh, oh, spoons! (laughs) (laughs) Spoons! Crystal low did that moment so brilliantly and it's little you know it's something that would kind of just go in one ear and out the other but it's so Rita and it's so funny <laughs> yeah, yeah I think I actually like started laughing right there <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah it was definitely funny and spot on for Crystal getting that down um so yeah so they she remembers that the the spoons were there and um you know like you said they were putting pieces together they, they realized that Donna had this, this peculiar interest in Vivian, and so they, they figured out that Vivian is, for whatever reason, trying to protect Owen. They don't know exactly what she's protecting him from yet, um, but just that she's trying to protect him in some way. <laughs> um, so they go back to the home, because the retirement home, because they want to find out some more. We have Rita, who goes to distract Donna, Norman, goes off with Arlene and Shane and Oliver go to, to Vivian's room to, to chat with her and so what did you guys kind of think of that scene where she begins opening up to them and telling her her story and Owen's story how did you feel about that I wanted to know why the heck she didn't just go I mean she she said she says that if I went with them I would be a burden why, why? I mean, yeah. they still, she would be living there in the home with them. They wouldn't have to worry about her. You know, when someone is put in witness protection, the entire family goes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, you know, out in the open, she, you know, even though she was more of a liability because Owen, <clears throat> Owen slash Casey was trying to get back to her she was still a liability out there because she mm-hmm. could still somehow get pressed for information or whatever. So yeah, that was my big thing is why didn't she just go? I know if she didn't go, we wouldn't have a story, but you know, thinking yeah. in completely logical <laughs> terms, why did she just not go? You know. Yeah, and it's right. not
0: like they had, like, 17 children, and then they had to totally a no, grandma. they had one kid! I mean, one exactly. Kid. And even if they did have 17 kids, that's one more adult to wrangle all the 17 kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's so- <laughs> absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, so,
1: uh, we didn't actually say, but, um, um, Casey was, uh, Owen's real name, and he had witnessed some kind of, like, drug deal going down. And, and that's a murder. why a murder. Or, a murder. Yeah, a murder. That's right. Yeah, he, um, he witnessed a shooting inside a narcotics ring. Yeah, so that's why he was uh, put into the protection program. And Shane, of course, gets her, her uh, tablet out and starts Googling it, and she finds uh, a little article with a picture. And in one of the pictures with one of the drug people or whatever is this blonde woman who it happens to be Donna, uh, but she's blonde
0: in the picture um I at that moment I was just like what the heck just happened here (laughs) like my mind was blown I mean of course I kind of was suspicious about Donna already but I thought maybe she had like an inside scoop to something she was an accomplice to something that she knew like you know just not an actual part of the gang
1: yeah, <laughs> what I found really confusing, and I still like, I'm not sure I quite follow it, is if if Donna was, you know, part of that whatever gang, Vivian seems to understand that Donna is a threat. Like she seems to to know. Yes. But why? If you knew that, why why isn't she like? Why didn't she call somebody to get out of the home? You know what I mean? Because it seems like she knows, but she's not reacting how I'd expect someone to react. you be like, oh my gosh, this is the woman who was you know, part of that drug thing and I need to be safe. That was really confusing to me. Yeah. Yeah. That she didn't do anything about it. Going on the, going on the softer side, I don't know where Martha Williams got this description, but the tinkling of the wind chimes Mm -hmm. were like little birds saying a prayer. And so every time the wind blew it would be like they were saying their prayers together I was like, where did she get that cuz it was so it was so cute i just my mind was completely blown where did she possibly get that did one of her grandchildren say that about <laughs> a wind chime one time you know that's an exceptional grandchild i don't think i'd be you know a little Big kid be chime. like these, these wind chimes and <laughs> like birds praying but you're right that is it's so beautiful mm-hmm. and very very poignant and what really struck me too was the the actress who played vivian she did so well in that scene like showing that emotion. I just thought she did an outstanding job playing kind of that she really did. Mm-hmm. Well and I mean the other thing is she is so right. When you get to be my age, you don't expect a nine year old boy to be your best friend or me to be his. I mean I loved my grandma but she wasn't my best Best friend when I was nine. And Mm -hmm. Casey's a nine year old boy. Mm -hmm. You know, Rough and Tumble Boy is best friends with his grandma. It's just so sweet and so cute. And then Oliver, and then Oliver telling her that his letter was just like a sonnet from shakespeare oh like, <laughs> he he always knows what well no i take that back sometimes he doesn't but so many times he knows just what to say yeah
0: <laughs> usually it's to the the righties and the recipients of the letters it's usually where his eloquence really shines yes <laughs> the others like um like mechanity. shame <laughs> 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 some growth to do <laughs>
1: <laughs> needs a little work <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> um so after um the grandma i forgot her name already vivian, vivian. <laughs> there's a lot of grandma names here um so after oh, yeah. vivian tells uh, they kind finish of finished telling the story you know, and they tell her like Owen's gonna—he's gonna run away and come find you—and they realize you know he's not safe anymore. Um, she decides that she needs to to get out and go with them to help find him. So they kind of begin to work their plan a little bit. Um, uh, Rita. And Oliver kind of gather and then Shane comes for Norman. I just love what he says um, to Shane as uh, he leaves his kind of, he had met back up with Arlene and he was like, yeah, Arlene says Donna is really rude and wears white after Labor Day. <laughs> That's a capital event, there, guys. She wears white after Labor Day. So Donna. Okay. No arrest me now. <laughs> Because I constantly wear white after Labor Day. I live in Texas. You know, it's still hot until October. (laughs) So, yeah. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, so that was, oh, I just love Norman's quirkiness. I feel like just really comes out in this particular episode. And I just love it. Like, just the way he delivers. Like, Jeff Mm -hmm. Christophe does such a great job delivering those little, like, one-liners kind of in there. I love it. Uh Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so the gang sneaks out the window from Vivian's room, but Vivian has to go out the front, uh, because she doesn't want to raise suspicion. Um, so the DLO, um, gang, they get out the window, <laughs> yes. although
0: her walking out is already suspicious. enough. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she should have just they should have poised her, just her out, got the got window. out the window, <laughs> yeah, or maybe it was were they concerned about her like falling? Was, she got they out were the concerned about
0: her falling
1: that may have been it I can't remember now yeah there was something there was some reason yeah. that they said but you know Oliver could have just helped her down the way he helped yeah. Jane, which was so cute He so graciously helped, offered out his hand and helped her out allow me Miss <laughs> <Ms>. McInerney <laughs> okay he didn't quite say it with that much smoldering in his voice but you know yeah that's how we heard it <laughs> that's how we heard it <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes yeah, so Vivian does go out the front for whatever reason and she runs back into Donna and this is where that scene where we see Shirley in the background stealing the picture off the wall so if you've never <laughs> caught that go back to that moment go back and watch it <laughs> hilarious um, and um Donna's I don't know what they were talking about but at one point she's kind of helping Vivian button up her coat and adjusting her scarf and we see her slip the letter to from Owen out of Vivian's pocket so Donna now has uh, custody of the letter in its contents
0: I just have to say here I have so many <laughs> things with this moment just because I'm like ah postable people y'all should have taken the letter with you because you would have seen grandma Vivian later and Vivian do not put Content in your sweater that you can actually like pickpocket. I mean, if yeah, anything, you surely, can see it sticking out, I mean, or you, you can see, see it, it
1: or, or put your hands, hands in, in your, your pockets pocket. so that it's there like, and covered. always had,
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, no, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay because then we wouldn't have a, it wouldn't be as exciting because it really ramps up from here. To That's be quite true. honest,
1: very mm-hmm. much definitely yeah so because the next scene is when they're it's uh, nighttime now and they're all in the car and i just love so many things about this this scene there's so much like witty dialogue just from the back seat because rita and it's so fast it's just boom 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 because rita's in the back she's calling the marshal's office and she's like every time i mention the spoons they put me on hold and shane's like rita don't lead with the spoons Uh, so I think, I love that witty dialogue. Norman talks about how the police were one time watching or sticking out a guy that was living in their garage. And, <laughs> and isn't this where he, is this where he mentions his cousin who's the, yes. uh, yeah, this is where he gets on the phone with his cousin who's a real estate agent, mm-hmm. and, which, you know, kudos to Oliver, because that was a totally brilliant plan. Mm-hmm. lead lead her to another lead her to another home so it could buy them some time yeah because they had norman norman was the only one she had never met because norman had been with arlene every time they were at the home and so norman sets up a little stop diversion because there's like gas and water leak all over the road and he's like oh yeah you just need to go down a couple blocks there's gonna be a house with an apple tree and some spoons that are wind chimes and you just need to go there and (laughs) and <laughs> they divert her to this actually empty house that's for sale. <laughs> and also when uh, when she says oh, she has the letter, she insisted on buttoning up my coat. Oh, that was nice of her. That's uh, what I just wanted to do. The face palm of like Norman, okay. <laughs> You're too innocent, Norman. You don't understand. <laughs> Dear sweet, sweet Norman. Dear, sweet, sweet Norman. And then Vivia goes. You really are from the post office aren't you oh yes indeed i was hoping that was just a cover story <laughs> <laughs> they are indeed <laughs> i mean poor vivian must be a little panicked at this point like, i'm not with law enforcement officers i'm with post office people
0: <laughs> and a guy with a random suitcase <laughs>
1: But hey, it's a good thing he brought that field kit because he set up mm-hmm. that blockade out of every, uh, everything in that blockade was out of the field kit. So it's true. good job, buddy. <laughs> Norman to the rescue. <laughs> so yes, they set up their diversion. We see Donna going up to the, the dummy house, if you will, with her basket of fruits. And underneath the little basket, there's like a cover and there's her gun is uh, inside the basket that she had, and so she goes up to the door, no one's answering, and then she sees off to the side, there's a, a for sale sign, she can tell it's empty in the house, and she realizes, uh-oh, something's wrong here, <laughs> and um, then a kid on the bike goes by in the background, and that's when she, uh, she goes after him, because she realizes that's Owen or Casey, um, and then who but our, our lovely oliver comes out the front door of the the house to stop her
0: and i love A how he calls her wife. out uh on wearing heels
1: yeah <laughs> like, the gun is slightly closer to you but you're wearing heels you know? <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> so yes Oliver's got her right where he wants her and then the police come up from behind and so she gets taken down and um, then the other, Shane and Rita, were still in the car with Grandma and they follow, they see Owen on the bike and they follow him and they're able to catch up with him and we see Vivian finally get reunited with Casey and it's such a touching moment seeing them reconnect and it's beautiful. Can I, Can I just say that this is where we see Oliver's character really come out because number one, he gets out of the car and Shane starts to drive his car, and (laughs) his face with the gears grinding, he's just, oh, that's my car, (laughs) and and then and then he totally thwarts this criminal, and and he thwarts this criminal from uh making from committing a crime until and he distracts her until the police drive up and then when the cop is putting her in the back of the police car you're arrested for drug trafficking conspiracy to murder and stealing a letter to grandma male (laughs) felony very serious (laughs) okay oliver mr oliver all business (laughs) i think conspiracy to commit murder is a little bit more serious than stealing a letter to grandma
0: Better get Uh, all them charges.
1: (laughs) Right. They they gotta add them up. Yeah. And then after all of that, he starts quoting Shakespeare again. And Shane says, No, don't you dare. Shakespeare had never had to thwart a drug ring. (laughs) 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 Quotes him anyway. (laughs) (laughs) He just does it anyway. (laughs) Oh, that's our Oliver. When he's stressed, he quotes Shakespeare i mean that's what i do when i'm stressed right <laughs> oh absolutely romeo romeo where what oh wait no <laughs> uh <laughs> yes so all's well that ends well and um everyone gets uh, reunited and they we see them in the kitchen and vivian decides she's going into witness protection with with casey um, so that we don't have a, a repeat of this experience. But then she realizes, oh no, I was supposed to be part of a performance at the retirement home. And who do we know who might be a little theatrical for that role? Who could very easily s- step in as a replacement. <laughs> yes. One None who other had
0: wanted to be or had been a hoofer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes, Buffer with an F. (laughs) Which has nothing to do with shoeing horses, Norman. (laughs) (laughs) It's a Broadway dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so Teresa steps up to the plate. And that is our last scene when we see her performing, singing Time to Start Living, um, on stage instead of Vivian. And then we see a woman come to Norman in the crowd, and she hands him Arlene's book of stamps. And so Norman previously had promised to come back and visit her um, because he had already tried to give him that book. He's like, oh, no, no, this is yours. I'll come back and visit you though, I promise. And so we realized then that this probably means that. Our well, and it has, has a passed. note. Mm-hmm. It has a note. It says, in case I'm gone when he comes back. <laughs> and the look on his face. Oh my gosh. I, I. I start tearing up every single time I watch that scene and then him just laying his head on Oliver's shoulder yes. and Oliver, mm-hmm. it's the perfect big brother moment. It's so, oh, so. It's so simple, but I just you see that really caring side of Oliver, just comforting no him. no words. Mm-hmm. No words. Those are the best scenes when so much can be said with no words. I just, mm-hmm. exactly yeah. Oh. You know.
0: It's I so mean, powerful. Yeah, and and Jeff really brought it. Oh god. I mean, for him. I mean, you know, for the most part, it's really been you know. I mean, you have the four, but in the pilot, it was really you know Kristen and Eric. It was right. They were very much highlighted. In this one, you don't notice it the first time around. I feel like you still see it kind of as an ensemble, but watching it back and critiquing it you really see Jeff shine as Norman and you really see him bring the emotion of like the quirkiness and, you know, like the quote unquote fun side with his suitcase and everything. And then <laughs> with the emotional, you know, the uh, the heartbreak at the end was just
1: amazing. Yeah, We see like the full spectrum of his character. Yeah, we, we, we get do. to see a lot from him. Well, when you think about it, Like I said before, that was somebody that he finally found a connection to. Mm -hmm. And he, at this point, he does not know his grandmother and he doesn't really have very much family because the cousins are distanced. And he found somebody that he can really connect with on a personal level. Because of their common love for stamps. And then she was so easy to talk to. That's mm-hmm. how he described her. That you're so easy to talk to, mm-hmm. Arlene. And it was just going, it was just blooming into this beautiful friendship. And then she's gone. and So just, quickly. I mean, and his, he doesn't even break down sobbing. He, he doesn't even break mm-hmm. down sobbing. He just, the tears just run the tears just run down his face and he's just got this sad frown and it doesn't look fake by any, because when you do a frowny mm-hmm. face, it, mm-hmm. it can, it can be, it, it can be almost comical, but it was not the least bit comical <laughs> when <laughs> oh, he no. did it. It just, you know, and it wasn't a hugely emotional scene, but it had a huge emotional effect. It mm-hmm. just, oh. Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and I remember watching
0: it the first time too and I was like oh my goodness is he crying oh he oh my
1: oh Norman he's (laughs) crying oh just want to give him a hug (laughs) thank heavens Oliver did (laughs) yes I know (laughs) Oliver did it for us being the perfect gentleman that he is uh, yeah, and we end on that very kind of bittersweet moment, you know, everything worked out with, the, uh, with um, Casey and Vivian, but yeah, we end on that really kind of sad note, a little depressing. <laughs> But there's another episode coming. That's right. So. That'll make us cry even more. So <laughs> oh, gosh. before we get there, I have to continue Casey's tradition, I have some trivia for oh, you guys. Yay! I love trivia. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna have to bring it next time when it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, you gotta I, I rewatched it again, Cami. after we had watched it because I'm like, I gotta find some good trivia for this one. <laughs>
0: So I Jess, watched this Jess and I,
1: <laughs> Jess and I watched it together over um, over uh, Facebook Messenger, just so we could <laughs> just so we could watch it. <laughs> We're social distancing as is appropriate right now, you know.
0: Absolutely, one hundred percent.
1: All right, lay it on us, Jess. All right, the first one is: What is Donna's real name? Because that is not her real name; that was her cover name. Oh. Oh, um man. Um <laughs> Linda? Lenora?
0: <laughs> uh. Oh. Um <laughs> You know what's really funny? When oh. they said the name, I thought, I better remember this. Because I feel like maybe, if, just in case there's a quiz, this is a good quiz question. You weren't taking notes, Casey. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was taking care I, of my eye. I was taking notes, but I didn't write it down.
1: Her name right. is, is Sylvia. This? Oh, Sylvia. Sylvia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. The next one is a similar question, also a name question. What is the name of Norman's cousin that he called who was a real estate tycoon? Wayne. Yes. Oh. You ah. <laughs> got <Wayne>. one. <laughs> and he owes him $38 from Christmas. That sounds right. <laughs> no, that I know. And <laughs> for our final trivia question, and that is how many Dark of Night awards has Teresa Cappadiamonte won? Six. Six. and this is and this is when this is when we get the story of the grandfather and the goose eggs yeah at the very at the very end we get that story yes Yes. keep that in mind yeah so now we know where now we know where grandpa got his dark of night award
0: Mm mm-hmm indeed
1: very true all right so that wraps up episode one time to start living and so like we said next week we will be to whom it may concern and we'll have the, the tissues handy for that one um oh yes we're gonna we're gonna start a, sh- a shortage, <laughs> With yeah. oh, wait, yes. <laughs> shortage that stuff. Get your, get your priorities straight, you know, forget the toilet paper, forget, you know, the meat. You need tissues during your quarantine period so that you can watch signs of delivery and be okay. <laughs> and then listen to our recaps and listen to us cry. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to follow us on social media for the podcast, it's Pod on Twitter and Podcast on Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter at jmbosse, B-O-S-S-E 77. I'm also on Instagram at jessbswblog or you can check out my website beneathstillwater.com. And Cami, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cami Drama Girl, Cami spelled K-A-M-I. On Facebook, I have the Hooked Hardy Facebook page. And my blog is hookedhardy.com. And just like I said last week, people, I cover some hook, I, I cover some postable content on my hooked hardy blog because there are some crossover actors. Just like tonight, there was a, <laughs> today there was a crossover actor. It's Cyrus <laughs> or Casey. So see, it happens. That's right. Check it out. And Casey, where can people
0: find you? You can find me on Twitter at HallmarkMyWords. And be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Hallmarkies podcast because I have a lot of fun stuff on there that I've added. Casey's like, been
1: hard at work. I have.
0: <laughs> this 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 whole um, quarantine thing has gotten my creative juices rolling. So we have the bingo cards for Christmas movies. Um, I can't take credit for that. That was, I think, Rachel and Amber from a couple of years ago. We have the Hardy's bingo cards that are available we have a little you can't take credit for that one. I can not take credit for. And, um, you know what, if you guys have any ideas for something we could do for the postables on Instagram, let me know. Cause I will try to make it happen.
1: <laughs> yeah. So check all that out. Check out the merch, um, and follow us on our social media if you would like. And that's all we have for tonight guys. Oh, real quick merch. There is
0: a new postable shirt out. Go check it out. Okay. Bye.
1: <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye guys. Bye.